Hello, everyone, and welcome to Third Eye with Lorelai. I'm your host, Lorelai, where we talk all things metaphysics. everybody and welcome back to another episode of Third Eye with Lorelai. I am your ever curious host, Lorelai. We talk about all the metaphysical things on this podcast, especially if you are relatively new to this whole metaphysical journey of spirituality and crystals and all the things. So why don't we just dive into some new stuff that I've been digging up and let me just tell you there have been I've been bombarded lately with all the things that I want to talk about and it's just coming at me full steam and I cannot wait to share all of them with you I feel like I'm like constantly in my car on my phone recording or in here with my audio equipment which comes few and far between I find <laughs> because I'm always going and doing stuff so it's a lot easier just to you know pick up my phone and do it but Here we are in the comforts of my home with my audio equipments, and we're talking. So let's talk about the first crystal of the week. Now, this one is, I mean, most crystals are very special to me, right? (laughs) But this one in particular was a gift. And I find that when you get gifted a crystal, that is like sublimely powerful. (laughs) Now, some of you are thinking, okay, well, whatever, maybe, but feel like when you get gifted a crystal there's so much more meaning that's held in that than just like you finding one that really resonates so and this one was one of those times because man oh man did my friend find me like the crystal for me right now I mean it is absolutely incredible so the crystal that we're going to talk about this week is appetite mine in particular is blue appetite and oh my god to describe this this beauty i I mean so if you've ever been to any like tropical location or any mediterranean type location where you see the water is like teal blue i mean just this gorgeous shade of like greenish blue or it's just that look that is what this stone looks like it looks like like mediterranean sea blue It's absolutely gorgeous and it just makes me so happy. (laughs) So anyway, let's talk about appetite. And thank goodness, the Crystal Bible that I've been reading to you guys forever and ever, the Crystal Bible by Judy Hall has appetite in it. And she has blue appetite as well in addition to all the many. Um, So this is what she has to say about appetite. It comes in yellow, green, gray, blue, white, purple, brown, red, brown, and violet so basically you can use this stone for all of your chakras so if you're doing any chakra work you can basically use any color appetite to work with you there it comes opaque sometimes transparent it can be glassy hexagonal crystal various sizes and it's often tumbled blue is the most ready available stone but yellow is a little bit more on the rare side It's sourced out of Mexico, Norway, Russia, and the United States. So appetite has inspirational properties. The interface point between consciousness and matter 
It is a stone of manifestation and promotes a humanitarian attitude, inclining towards service. Appetite is attuned to the future, yet connects to to past lives. It develops psychic gifts. I think that's the big takeaway with this one, because in each thing that I've read, it develops psychic gifts. It's very connected with getting you more attuned with your psychic self, if you will. Um, It develops psychic gifts and spiritual attunement, deepens meditation, raises the kundalini, and aids communication and self-expression on all levels. Psychologically, appetite increases motivation and builds up energy reserves. It induces openness and social ease, encouraging extroversion, dissolving aloofness and alienation. It draws off negativity about oneself and others. It is helpful for hyperactive and autistic children. Stimulating creativity and the intellect, appetite clears confusion and helps to access information to be used personally and for the collective good. Appetite expands knowledge and truth and eases sorrow, apathy, and anger. It reduces irritability and overcomes emotional exhaustion. By releasing energy in the base chakra, it clears frustration and endorses passion without guilt. So for healing, appetite heals bones and encourages formation of new cells. It aids absorption of calcium and helps cartilage, bones, teeth, and motor skills and ameliorates arthritis, joint problems, and rickets. This stone suppresses hunger and raises the metabolic rate, encouraging healthy eating, heals the glands, meridians, and organs, and overcomes hypertension. It balances the physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual bodies and the chakras, eliminating overactivity and stimulating underactivity. Used with other crystals, appetite facilitates results. To position correctly, you want to wear it on your skin, over effective parts of your body, or place it as appropriate. So in addition to blue appetite, there's yellow appetite. So blue appetite specifically connects to a very high level of spiritual guidance. It facilitates public speaking, enhances group communication, opens the throat chakra, and heals the heart and emotional disease. So yellow appetite is a great eliminator, especially of toxins. It activates the solar plexus and draws off stagnant energy. Yellow appetite treats CFS, lethargy, and depression and overcomes lack of concentration, inefficient learning, and poor digestion. It removes cellulite and treats the liver, pancreas, gallbladder, and spleen. At an emotional level, it neutralizes stored anger. Yellow appetite elixir is an appetite So that is what Judy Hall from the Crystal Bible has to say about appetite. So lately I've been reading a lot of Healing Crystals for You, the website for a lot of my crystal information, and it's all written by Liz Oaks, and I've really enjoyed the things that she has said about some of these different crystals. So we're going to read about Blue Appetite by Liz Oaks. This is what she has to say. Blue Appetite will stimulate the growth of the gift clairvoyance, or psychic visions, and its metaphysical properties work through both the third eye, chakra, and throat chakras. It will assist you with lucid dreaming and astral travel, and it encourages you to be of service in a more humanitarian way. This is a strong stone to aid the development of psychic gifts, and its energy also helps spiritual attunement. It helps you accept yourself as you really are and to gain greater self-confidence. 
so where is it from? The meaning of the word appetite relates to the Greek word apateo, which is A-P-A-T-A-O. That might mean apatau. I don't know. <laughs> I will look it up later, and then I'll know. <laughs> Otherwise, sorry if I'm saying that. Most likely, I am saying that incorrectly, so I do apologize for all those who know exactly what that is, how that's said. So anyway, which means to deceive. This is because in the past, these crystals were often mistaken for other stones. Although apatite stone is found in quite a few locations, the main places that the blue stone comes from is Madagascar, Russia, Brazil, and India. It can occur as prismatic crystals or in the massive form. Blue apatite's color may be a clear blue or blue-green, and they may also be a quite, like a quite deep, dark, almost navy blue in color. Some of the stones are that, oh, I'm sorry, she, she's selling some stones on her site, so it trips me up when it's like, oh, if you want to buy some, some stones on the site. But anyway, she says some of the stones shown here, and she shows a bunch of pictures of blue appetite that they're, that they're selling, is teal appetite, which is, I believe, the one that I have. So you can look for that if you can't find the navy blue or the, any other blue color. So. I guess what she's saying is teal appetite, which is like the one that I have, is the more the one you're probably gonna find a little bit easier, I suppose. Although appetite comes in a variety of colors, only the major colors of blue, green, pink, and golden yellow are commonly used for metaphysical purposes. Although it comes in other colors, including the lovely bright yellow appetite stone, the blue appetite crystals are the primary ones to use to stimulate the birth of new psychic abilities. So why would you use it? The growth of the gift of clairvoyance or psychic visions is quite common among people who use the stone and its vibration will cleanse the aura, especially within the mental body. They are powerful healing crystals for you to put to use as they have a powerful ability to stimulate the development of your psychic visionary abilities. This stone works strongly within the throat chakra and the third eye chakra. And overall, it is a powerful stone to aid the generation of many psychic gifts. If you're doing channeling, this is also important, and blue appetite will aid you to get the message through clearly and accurately. Like many blue crystals, it has a strong action within the throat chakra, and it will especially assist you to communicate physically. Oh, did I say physically? No, that's not what she said. Communicate psychically. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay, we're keeping on moving forward here. If you wish to work within any kind of psychic employment, this stone will help you as it is necessary in these jobs for you to communicate, if, for your communication to come through clearly. Man, speaking of communication, Lorelei will get it together. We are working here. I'm holding my blue appetite. I'm going to make this happen, guys. <laughs> okay, hold it when you do a psychic meditation or you could put one underneath your pillow and you may find that you have dreams that aid you to solve difficult problems creatively. It has a stimulating effect that may also be an aid to you if you want to enhance your creativity. So how will it help you? This is an excellent stone to assist you if you have weight problems as it raises the metabolic rate. Overall, it has an excellent effect on the body as it heals both the glands and the organs of the body. Blue Appetite has a vibration within it that acts as an appetite suppressant. This is a stone that helps you to accept yourself as you are, to see the truth within yourself, because until you really can see the authentic you, change cannot happen. 
It will assist you to re release any feelings of guilt you may be holding on to. And its energy will also stimulate an increase in self-confidence and will uplift your spirits. It will heal etheric leakages that have been occurring within your consciousness. Now, when, you, when I read that initially, I was like, ooh. Did, I did not know that you could have etheric leakages. Like, what does that even look like? That's gotta be, I imagine that's probably not entirely comfortable. I mean, I mean, I can't, I can get that, I can get behind the thought of, you know, just not being able to hold on to your positivity or maybe releasing negativity or whatever, but heal etheric leakages. I'm gonna have to look that one up a little bit and understand that one a little bit more because every time I read it, I'm like, oh, what is happening with that? <laughs> I'm sure some of you are like, yeah, Lorelei, don't you even know? No, I'm gonna have to look it up. So <laughs> feel free to tell me all about it in my Instagram feed or just direct messaging me on my Instagram. That would be cool too. <laughs> Please tell me. If, I'm going to go look it up anyway, but I love hearing from you guys. Anyway, I'll continue. Often there is an element of relating to past life issues that you may have deep feelings about, and its vibration may aid you to deal with any grief that you may experience. It is also an excellent stone to aid the immune system, and it may also help the eyes to see more clearly. This is in both a physical and metaphysical spiritual sense. Blue Appetite Stone jewelry may be a deep blue color that is quite lovely and is a pleasure to wear. You will get the best results if you keep it close to the chakras that it has the strongest effect on. As it has a good action to stimulate the third eye, earrings would be helpful. Or a lovely blue appetite pendant would also assist you. If you can't find crystal jewelry made from this crystal, the easiest way is to buy a piece of Blue Appetite Stone and put it in your pocket. You can obtain a few macrame stone holders, ones with a sliding bead at the top and pouches of various sizes to use. you can use to hold the stones in. They're easy to use to wear around the neck or to keep stones on the body, especially rare or less common stones that you haven't found that, made a, that, that can be made into pendants. They're excellent healing crystals for you to wear if you are working in any type of psychic employment and are useful crystals for tarot readers. Well, there you go. Cindy knew what she was doing. That was my friend that gave me this blue, <laughs> this blue appetite because I did a tarot reading on her and she loved it. And um, <sighs> I love my friends. <laughs> anyway, so developing psychic powers. This blue stone will aid the clear psychic communication of the divine mind to come through to you accurately and clearly and may stimulate you to develop telepathic ability. It has a strong action within the third eye and throat chakras and is known to aid the development of your psychic gifts, including mental telepathy, clairvoyance, or psychic visions. The gift of psychic hearing, also known as clairaudience, is strongly related to the throat chakra. In addition, this talent, like most psychic faculties, is also associated with the third eye chakra. Blue appetite is a highly useful stone to encourage the growth of your spirituality and health. Use it in meditation as meditation improves stress levels and regular deep meditation can be powerful to assist you to enhance many gifts that may be waiting to be released into your life. When used regularly in meditation, it will aid your life to improve in many ways, including to help you to discover ways to be psychic. 
If you concentrate your awareness on past life healing during your meditations, you may obtain spiritual guidance. Appetite of all colors will help you to develop your psychic powers as it will stimulate the birth of psychic gifts. By healing past life issues and releasing karma that may be affecting your current life, you may move your life forward. You may like to use it as part of a meditation to develop psychic gifts as it is very useful for this purpose. The vibration within this blue stone facilitates deep meditation and the best way to use this stone is in meditation. Blue appetite crystals are particularly powerful to aid you to be able to experience vertical vision. This means that you may concurrently see multiple levels of consciousness operating. Dude, that sounds legit. That sounds freaking awesome and, and a little bit trippy, right? Can you imagine seeing all these levels of consciousness operating at the same time? I mean, mind blowing just a little bit. <laughs> In summary, it may open you to deep inner wisdom and you may gain access during meditation to the Akashic Records. It has an ability to encourage intense spiritual attunement. This energy may allow you to fully awaken to the existence of the divine, allowing you to harmonize your mind, body, and spirit, aiding natural healing to occur. If you embrace the process during your daily meditation, you may experience profound change in your life and discover positive transformation in both your spirituality and health. So combining it with other stones. Combining appetite with black onyx or other stones to help prevent psychic attack is an excellent idea. Black onyx is also an excellent stone for grounding you. Using stones for protection will arm you against being influenced by other negative opinions of you. Use it with rose quartz crystal to accentuate the vibration of attracting and giving unconditional love. Add rhodonite to strengthen your ability to acquire new talents to aid you to get answers about how to utilize your psychic gifts. Use a stone in meditation with vanadinite. It is always important when you are working with any of the stones that may stimulate your psychic gifts to ensure that you are protected from psychic attack. So in essence, wear all those black stones, practice those protection meditations and whatever rituals that you need to do to protect yourself. You want to do that every day. It's my little side piece there <laughs> to this bit. You may like to combine it with clear quartz as this will elevate your level of wisdom and increase insightful guidance. You may like to combine blue appetite with any of the throat chakra stones, and in particular, blue aquamarine, which will help you to have the courage to make changes. You may use it with other stones that aid access to the Akashic records, including shaman stones, goethite, chiastolite, chiastolite, yeah, chiastolite, also known as the cross stone, afghanite, menalite, kevansite, white hulandite and prophecy stone and she has pictures of all these and they're really interesting looking the shaman stone kind of looks like i mean this picture that she showed it, it kind of looks like um kind of looks like a lime but it's like if it or that's supposed to be an avocado some of you are laughing at me right now i know it right now it's shaped like a lime but it the color of the the outside looks like an avocado. It's very strange. So is goethite. Goethite just looks like it's like hardened tar that was trying to become a bubble. 
I bet you, I bet you guys are really kind of tilting your head to the side saying like, what are you, <laughs> you talking about? <laughs> anyway, so that is the, that is the article that Liz Oaks wrote about blue appetite. And that covers the crystals of the week. Now, Thank you so much to one of my listeners because I did an entire podcast episode on what she had requested and it it prompted me to create another segment and I figured this would be a good spot for it right in between talking about crystals and then talking about the quote of the week because it still talks about crystals. So Lorelai's picks. So this week, our last, last week I did rose quartz and carowite. So this week, I wanted to talk about sunstone and citrine. Now you wanna combine these together to make a very powerful, self-confidence boosting hair. And so just as a very brief, just a refresher on these two, because I've already done them. Sunstone is the basically the representation of the ultimate energetic source of light, warmth, and life on our planet. And citrine symbolizes the spiritual qualities of joy, abundance, and transmutation. So basically the combination of sunstone and citrine is sort of like a positive energy booster. And it's all about your solar plexus energy. So it's just like you're you're boosting your self-confidence, you're boosting your energetic levels and more of like an outward energy. So that way you can kind of do what you need to do throughout the day and have a good attitude about it and you know feel feel good about you ultimately so those are those that is lorelei's picks for this week sunstone and citrine try it out i love that combination i wear it often so moving forward let's talk about the quote of the week now this one is a little bit longer than my normal quotes because i it's just longer it just is (laughs) and i picked one because it it really moved me when I read it. And if you are listening to this and you're like a lot of different, a lot of empaths and a lot of light workers, you know, or however you are on the spiritual journey, you'll find that you are incredibly different. And I'm sure, I mean, I've classified myself as this all the time. I mean, I, I am a weirdo. I am so weird. And I think that this quote, is a beautiful way to say, and that's being weird is okay. We we are okay with embracing our weirdness and our strangeness and our differences because we're not gonna be anybody else and you don't wanna be anybody else. And owning that truth and being your weirdest self <laughs> is is absolutely beautiful. So without further gilding the lily, let's let's talk about this quote. So, blessed are the weird people, poets, misfits, writers, mystics, painters, and troubadours, for they teach us to see the world through different eyes. Blessed are those who embrace the intensity of life's pain and pleasure, for they shall be rewarded with uncommon ecstasy. Blessed are ye who see beauty and ugliness, for you shall transform our vision of how the world might be. Blessed are the bold and whimsical, for their imagination shatters ancient boundaries of fear for us all. Blessed are ye who are mocked for unbridled expression of love 
in all its forms. Because your kind of crazy is exactly that freedom for which the world is unconsciously begging. Blessed are those who have endured breaking by life, for they are the resplendent cracks through which the light shines. And that was by Jacob Nordby. And thank you very much, Jacob Nordby, because damn, I feel that quote. (laughs) I feel it on a very visceral level. So I hope that you feel it too, because stay weird, my fellow listeners. Never be anything but weird, because it is exactly what this world needs right now. So moving forward to the topic of the week. So as a, as a beginning to this, I, I had come across many different things with like laws of this, laws of that, in particular, the law of the law of one and the law of attraction, which I'm going to do in separate episodes. And I probably will do each one of these laws in a separate episode because I feel like they require so much more diving into and so much more of a closer look because it has so much meaning in each one of these. And so I'm sorry, we're talking about the 12 spiritual laws of the universe. And I didn't even really know that that existed, but I suppose it makes sense, you know? So there are 12 and the, the law of one and the law of attraction are in there also, but I didn't know that there, there were 10 more. So we're gonna talk about that today because I am curious and apparently all of you are curious as well. So here we go. I found this off of thelawofattraction.com by Greater Minds. And this, this article was written by Katherine Hurst. And so this is the 12 spiritual laws of the universe and what they mean. When you think about the spiritual laws of the universe, your mind may go straight to the law of attraction. However, it turns out that there is a whole network of interconnected spiritual law that can impact on every aspect of your life. Even better, although these laws can be used to assist in law of attraction work, you don't need to be working on any particular manifestation goal to benefit here. Often discussed with reference to the healing practice of, ooh, this is this is a word. This is a very Hawaiian word. Let's see if I can do it. Okay, here we go. Ho'oponopono. Ho'oponopono. H-O apostrophe O-P-O-N-O-P-O-N-O. So if you are Hawaiian and you are listening to this and I have butchered it, I'm terribly sorry. I'm trying so hard. This mainlander is doing her best right now. It's a beautiful word and I have the utmost respect. I am doing my best, I promise. So practice of ho'oponopono. The the 12 spiritual laws of the universe each teach you something unique about well-being, happiness, and success. When you have a solid sense of these spiritual laws, you develop a clearer picture of your own place in the world. This guide will explore and summarize all 12 of the laws. Plus, it should help you to understand how they influence you and how your awareness of them can lead to positive change. When you don't understand the connections between the spiritual laws, you naturally encounter obstacles. You may feel lost, frustrated, and confused about your purpose. It may even feel like virtually everything goes wrong for you, no matter how well you think you've planned. I can't tell you how many times that's happened to me. Every time I plan something, every single time without fail, life gets in the way. Something happens. And of course, 
it's where you have to realize that you kind of have to surrender that control, right? And that's a whole other podcast episode, isn't it? Surrendering. Yeah, here we go. We're going to keep going. In contrast, people who live their lives with an awareness of their interconnected laws typically report feeling more confident, productive, and reflective than ever before. While there is advanced personal work you can do with respect to each law, even starting out with this general grasp of the different laws may make a noticeable difference to the way you feel. So, the first law, the law of divine oneness. The law of divine oneness is the foundational law according to which absolutely everything in our universe is interconnected. In other words, every choice, word, desire, and belief you you have will also have an impact on the world and on the people in your life. Sometimes this impact will be immediate and obvious. At other times, it may take a while to manifest, or you may never even discover that it has occurred. Try to think of yourself as a part of everything around you to live in accordance with this law. We are all one, and awareness of this makes us more powerful as well as more empathetic. The second law, the law of vibration. According to the law of vibration, every particle in the universe is in constant movement and constantly carries energy. This applies to enormous parts of the universe, like the planets and stars. However, it also applies to the chair underneath you or the table where your computer sits. In addition, everything has its own specific energy frequency. High energy particles are naturally attuned to other high energy particles, and the same is true for those that have low energy. If your goal is to live a more productive and full life, consider what you would need to do to heighten your energy frequency. Okay, I got through. <laughs> so the third law, the law of correspondence. The law of correspondence is directly related to the foundational law of divine oneness. The key idea here is that patterns repeat throughout the universe, and that prominent pattern can also be found repeating on a very small scale. For example, think of the popular example of the spiral pattern that reappears in a huge number of places in the galaxy. Look for patterns in your own life and in your thinking, and notice how they repeat elsewhere in the world. As you do so, Consider the kind of pattern changes you might be able to make and how these will create change on a large scale. And genuinely, I think that we are witnessing a part of the law of correspondence right now in our entire world with everything that's going on, wouldn't you say? It seems kind of like that. <laughs> anyway, let's continue. The law of attraction, the fourth law. As you likely already know, the law of attraction tells us that like attracts like. So, in order to have the things you desire in life, you have to work out how to vibrate on the same frequency as these things. The more general lesson here is that being positive, proactive, and loving attracts more of the same into your life. Meanwhile, pessimism, fear, and lethargy will lead you to generate more negative experiences in all aspects of life. By working to live more positively, even just today, you're already using the law of attraction to create a better existence for yourself. The fifth law, the law of inspired action. Law of attraction practitioners regularly say that they wish they had known about the law of inspired action at an earlier stage. These two laws are tightly bound together and the inspired action law tells us that we must actively pursue our goals. Many people think that visualizing a goal and developing a positive attitude towards it will be sufficient to exploit the law of attraction. However, you also have to take inspired steps towards that thing you want, whether it's a big or small step. 
It instantly helps you to attract that relationship, job, or enhance abundance you seek. So that makes sense, right? You have to visualize what you want and then you have to actively seek it. Like you can't just be like, ooh, I want this thing. I want it, I want it, I want it, I want it. I see it in my mind's eye. I know I have it, I'm gonna have it. And then don't do anything about it. Doesn't seem like that would work very well that way, right? I mean, even the most powerful of people, I think you have to actually make the steps physically in order to make those things happen in order for it to actually happen. You know, you have to throw the stones to make the ripples as opposed to just holding onto the stone and hope the ripples will happen. So the law of perpetual transmutation of energy, that is the sixth law. The law of perpetual transmutation of energy states that everything around us is in constant flux. You can't see all of these things, these, oh, sorry, you can't see all of these changes because many of them exist at a cellular or atomic level that they carry on regardless. The reason that it's so important to be aware of this law is that it helps you to see how you can trigger positive change. Specifically, keep in mind that high vibrations can trigger improvements in low vibrations. For example, if you're vibrating at a low frequency, exposing yourself to the high frequency of a happy, encouraging friend will naturally trigger energy transmutation in you. The seventh law, the law of cause and effect. One of the most straightforward laws of the universe, the law of cause and effect, tells us that all actions have a corresponding reaction. You will already know this, of course, when it comes to the physical aspects of the world. However, perhaps you haven't considered how this law might be applied to the spiritual aspects of our universe. Your spiritual life can impact the world around you, causing positive or negative reactions. Similarly, your physical environment can impact on your spirituality, whether for good or for ill. Ask yourself what types of relationships you see between the spiritual and the physical and how you might want to change them. So the next law, the law of compensation, number eight. According to the law of compensation, you will receive what you put out. This is similar to the law of attraction, but with a focus on the idea that compensation can come in many forms. For example, if you win a large amount of money, then you might think you're getting a reward. However, depending on how you have lived, your vast amounts of wealth could lead to a worse life rather than a better one. Essentially, you reap what you sow. This law reminds you to be careful about how you treat others and indeed the planet. So the next law, the law of relativity, number nine. The law of relativity is all about the neutrality of things when seen in isolation. So no particular person, experience, emotion, or action is evaluated as good or bad until you look at it in comparison with something else. For example, you may think that you are poor but perhaps that's because you have three wealthy uncles. By keeping this law in mind, you remain conscious of the fact that there are always multiple perspectives on anything that happens to you. Trying to slip into these alternate perspectives can make you more grateful and can also show you where you can make improvements in life. The law of polarity, number 10. When thinking about the law of polarity, the most important thing to remember is that absolutely everything has an opposite and that it's the very existence of these opposites that allow us to understand our life. Consequently, when you go through something difficult, it will be the thing that helps you truly appreciate the good developments that come. By regularly reminding yourself of this, you can improve your resilience in troubled times. For example, through a bad breakup, it's painful, 
It teaches you what doesn't work for you in a relationship, helping you to eventually find what does. The 11th law, the law of rhythm. Sometimes called the law of perpetual motion, the law of rhythm is, unsurprisingly, focused on movement. In particular, it refers to the fact that all things come in cycles. You can see this in nature, such as in the seasons, and in the, in the body's aging process. However, it equally applies to a person's life stages, and reflecting on this helps you to gain perspective. Today's seasons may be good, but nothing is permanent, so enjoy what you have while it lasts. Alternatively, perhaps you're in a negative part of the cycle right now, but it may be the very thing that prepares you for a prosperous change in the cycles next month. And finally, the 12th law, the law of gender. Finally, the law of gender has very little to do with biological sex. Rather, it refers to the fact that there are two major types of energy. You can think of them as masculine and feminine, as yin and yang, or as anima and animus. We all contain a certain amount of both energy and must find a way to achieve a balance between both types if we are to live authentically and happily. Think about the role each type of energy appears to play in your life and whether there is an excess or a deficit of either. So that concludes the 12 laws of the universe. And they all seem pretty reasonable. I mean, they I've seen all of these things in some, some part of my life. I've noticed one of these laws of the universe. So, you know, let's talk about how that can help you and how that can make things work for you, right? So knowing that you're connected with everybody, knowing that everything has an equal and opposite reaction. When you put something out into the universe, your words and your actions are incredibly powerful. So take care for what it is that you do and what you say because we're all connected and because everything comes right back that you put out. I remember when we were talking to Fernie whoever, when we were talking about Wicca and witchcraft and in Wicca, they talk about how things, whatever you put out, you get returned to you threefold times three, the law of three, right? So that kind of goes in line with a lot of this cyclical action, you know, this coming back right to you. So, and it, you attract what you put out. So your attention is your intention. So take care with how you, how you behave and how you want to say things and how you want to put things out to people because it can be extraordinarily brilliant or it can be extraordinarily detrimental. So take inspired action with everything that you do. Be loving, be compassionate, because you have no idea what's going on with everybody's life. They could have, like, you could come across the biggest a-hole in the street and think, God, what a freaking jerk. But you never know, maybe he like lost a parent or, you know, maybe, you know, his kid is sick and you can't do anything about it. There's so much behind, there's so much story behind every single person. It's hard to see and read between the lines when you're going about your day and you come across somebody that is inherently negative, that is really going through something. It's just important for you to be like, well, that sucked, I'm gonna let it go. And I hope that they have a better day. And to take that into consideration because that's just gonna come back to you. That loving, compassionate attitude. And there's so much more. I mean, <laughs> finding your balance, 
finding the ways to make your feminine and your masculine energies work together for the good, you know, to be very good about being productive each day, but also reaching out and being empathetic and connecting with those that that are close to you. So balance yourself through your meditation, balance yourself in being mindful about what you do and what you say and how you live. And I think that all these laws are perfectly brilliant in my opinion, but I would love to hear what you all have to say. So feel free to DM me on my Instagram or you can post a message on my Facebook. You can do all those things and you can email me at 3-R-D-E-Y-E-L-O-R-E-L-E-I at gmail.com. Send me some stuff. Talk about things. You can tell me I'm dead wrong. You can tell me I'm dead right. You can do whatever you wish. I just love to talk to people and figure out what you all think. So anyway, also don't forget to subscribe so that way you can get all the new stuff about new episodes and new stuff that I'm doing. At any rate, that pretty much covers this episode, my dears. And it was such a pleasure talking to you all yet again. And I look forward to talking at you in a week with more new metaphysical amazingness. So at any rate, love and light to every single one of you. And I'll talk to you again soon. If you find yourself interested in receiving an intuitive tarot reading, contact me at 3rdeyelorelei at gmail.com or you can message me on my Instagram at 3rd.eye.with.lorelei or on Facebook at Third Eye with Lorelei Podcast to set up a reading. I can do Zoom or we can meet in person as long as we are wearing those face masks and practicing social distancing just to be safe. As always, love and light to you all, and I look forward to reading you soon.